0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast for the old fan, the new fan and the UK fan. I hope you're doing all okay. I hope you all recovered after the Tottenham game. We just had the London game at the weekend with the Atlanta Falcons facing off against the New York Jets. The Falcons coming away with the win 27 to 20. All three of us were there. We, me and Andrew were there and we met Adam for the first time, which I know must be crazy to you guys because we do this podcast every week, but we've actually never met Adam or, nor his wife either uh, before. which so was really <laughs> lovely meeting them. Um, really lovely. Uh, you know, we had a lot of friends go down. We had a really great time. Okay, there was some problems with the Tottenham Stadium. I think everyone knows the problems. They hopefully will figure out the beer situation. <laughs> always remember, it's not the people's fault behind the desk. They're just doing their job. You know, these things happen with that. Hopefully it'll be a bit more better ran next week. Uh, well, this week, uh, I suppose, this Sunday, coming with the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars game. We three will be back down there again. This time we will be doing something before the game at the stadium rather than after the game due to, well, basically because we just we were having too much of a good time. So we didn't get there <laughs> until later on um but andrew adam thank you for joining us adam it was really lovely meeting you at the weekend i again apologize for this podcast i I am recovering from a cold adam has a cold there will probably be coughing and spluttering um if you are you know offended by watching this podcast due to the coughing spluttering go and have a lateral flow test and i'm sure you'll be negative because uh i'm pretty sure this doesn't Come through the camera, I suppose. So, uh, Adam, I, I hope I know you're not feeling too great, but did you have a good time on Sunday again? It was lovely meeting you for the first time, actually, probably yeah. face to face.
1: Yeah, no, it was great to meet you guys and everyone else that was there. We had a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the fantasy league team there as well, so that was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a uh, it wasn't the greatest of games, mm. uh, but it, it was it was decent. You know, it was it was good just to go, good to see all the fans in the stadium and and have some fun there. And uh, yeah, I mean that was that was great. But um, yeah, not not the greatest game. But hopefully this Sunday's will be better. So.
0: Well, Andrew, I me and you were just chatting about this before you went live. You have got a feeling this game this weekend, two are maybe playing Trevor Lawrence. It could be a bit of a bigger game than the one we got.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think um, I thought this would be the better game of the two before the season even started. Uh, But yeah, I think with the way they've sort of matched up and the way they're going at the minute, I think this game could go to the fourth quarter and we'll still be interested in it. So, yeah, I've got high hopes on this one being a bit better than the last Mm -hmm. one.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the greatest game, but we saw some cool things. We saw um, uh, Carl Pitts' first touchdown in the NFL. That's a moment in history. I actually turned to my girlfriend who was sat next to me in the game at the time and went, we've just witnessed history there. Like This game might not be great, but we've witnessed some history of Carl Pitts getting his touchdowns. We saw Zach Wilson play pl- play badly. Um, very much looked like a rookie quarterback. We were sat quite far back, and I've never been sat that far back with with the pitch sort of directly in front of us, which I've never had that sort of front view of it we, we've always just been off that set to the side it's incredibly interesting watching the plays from that high up and how it all works out it's like playing madden in a way you say, but you take sort of the back seat of it and it was so clear we all said me uh, all of us who were sat there is he looks like a quarterback rookie quarterback we can see these routes that the players are taking and he is just not spotting them at all and he's been very regimented in and that's the play and that's what they're going for but not really playing a, a very loose. Um, so, hopefully, this game um, this weekend will be a lot better between Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Us three, again, will be there, like I said, as well as many uh, others with, involved with the Franchise Tag Podcast. Hopefully, you guys can come down and have a beer with us, come and chat to us, chat some NFL. Um, it's gonna be a really good morning, really good fun day out. And uh hopefully it'll be a really cracking game as well. Um, a big week for NFL though, London Games this week. Uh we're gonna be talking about some stuff on here. We've got Andrew's point, you know how the show goes now. We talk about our point and we discuss it between us. Andrew will and Adam will and myself. Uh, one thing we should address before really the, we kick off with the show. Um the whole John Gruden stuff coming out. John Gruden has resigned as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach due to uh, comments and emails that have been made over a, a large span of time, um, including racial slurs, homophobic slurs, misogyny slurs. Um, a lot of bad things going on there. Um, you know, I, I, we, We're not going to talk about it too much on this podcast. He's resigned now. It's it's not been undone. It should be investigated, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coming out about this sort of stuff. Um, the Franchise tag podcast fully supports um you know we are totally against racism homophobia misogyny of any any sort um the right action was for him to resign Las Vegas rays I don't think acted quick enough and, or nor did the NFL and that's why this has happened um it's it's horrible to see in a game that we all love and after we just had such a great time on Sunday with the NFL and that whole experience to then have things like this come out it does leave a bitter um taste in your mouth but the right thing's happened, he's resigned, and I'm sure more will happen in the future with that go- ongoing. But uh, just, yeah, from us at the Franchise Tag Podcast, um, you know, if anyone does ever feel negative towards anyone in the NFL community, in the NFL UK community, um, you know, with anything, then you're more than welcome to talk to us. Um, we're, we're happy to be here to listen to if you feel like you need someone to talk to. Um, but we'll move on with the show. Uh, we were talking about the Miami Dolphins coming this weekend. So, Andrew, maybe we should start with you this evening because I do know your topic is surrounding the Finns.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you guys uh, put in the group what, you, what you're what you thinking about for the topics this week, I thought it was fitting to talk about the Dolphins because I was kind of having a little look around at what I wanted to talk about. I uh, saw what you guys are talking about and I thought, you know what, who's really disappointed me uh, the most this year? And it was a, <laughs> a toss-up between uh, the Washington defence... And the Miami Dolphins as a whole, Um, because Washington, you know, I thought they would not be a fantastic team. But I think their defense has not been what we thought. But the Miami Dolphins uh, had a winning record last season. They just missed out on the playoffs. (laughs) All of us thought they had a good draft. Everyone we had on the show. Uh, in the preseason, uh, all spoke highly of them and how they were moving forwards and pushing forwards. And although they've had some tough teams to go up against to start off with for the season, I just feel like they're going backwards. Um, and I don't know what the problem is. And I understand they've lost Tour, but no one was overly hot on Tour week one. No, people were quite disappointed with them and thought, you know, that maybe they need to look at a new quarterback. Jacoby Bissett's come in and. He's not looked terrible. Um, he's not been throwing interceptions. His passer ratings quite good. He has been moving the ball, not deep downfield, but like slow, moving it slowly, which might be a bit of the problem. Their defence has not looked anywhere near as good uh, as what it did last year. Uh, and I just don't know what the issue is there. Um, we thought this was a growing franchise for the future. We thought it was one to watch this year. The Patriots have improved on their last year and they look like they are progressively slowly getting better and the Dolphins look like they're getting worse um so I just wanted to get your guys thoughts and opinions uh see whether you agree with me or not they've got a couple of easy games coming up but I've looked at their schedule and I can only really see them having seven more winnable games uh when you look at the schedule so that that puts them at what well, Eight, eight wins for the season, which is going to be a losing record this year. Um, and it's going to not see them in the playoffs, um, which I think it, with what you've been doing there and uh, and where you've got to from last season, it's I don't think that's acceptable. Um, and I do believe that the way the Jaguars have played the last two weeks, I think this could be a win for the Jaguars against the Dolphins. And then that's going to be a, a tough, Tough season for the Dolphins to continue for there to, like I say, to maybe qualify for the playoffs and get some wins in there.
1: Um, I th- I think it's a little bit harsh considering the trouble they've had at quarterback. I-, I think it's it's such an important position. They just haven't been able to put up the points, have they? Um, I you know I, I think that's a a big problem for them and jacoby Brissett has been in the league for quite a while now and he's never really shown that he is of the standard to be a starter i know but they got 28 points didn't they in one game
2: yeah they took the raiders to overtime and put 28 yeah. and they put 17 points up in their last two games but i mean when you look at the flip side of it they've conceded 45 31 and 27 which that's not an offensive issue no. and Brissett, i think is a very veteran head and reliable uh backup not a starting quarterback and like you yeah. said no one was overly hot on tour after his first game so if two was in there would we see anything any different
1: i mean maybe not it, it is a, it is a really strange one because like you said they were such a big they had such a good season last year and they were re- they were kind of almost um I don't think anyone thought that they were going to catch up to the Bills, but I think a lot of people thought they'd push them quite hard this season. And it just doesn't doesn't seem to have happened for them for whatever reason. I mean, yeah, the defence has struggled. I, I think a lot of it, you know, the, having your quarterback taken out, I think is a big thing. Um, but like you say, the defence has struggled as well. And I don't quite know, really, why it all, all seems to have gone a bit wrong for them.
0: I think that at the start of the season, and I'm guilty of this as much as the next person, is we did buy into, they looked really great last year, they can progress to the next level. The Dolphins really were good for the second half of the year last year. They didn't have a great start. Their de- defence did slowly get better and better. By the end of the season, it was looking like a really hot defence. We've come into this year with that recency bias of that, thinking this is, this is a team we can go somewhere, for sure. And really, when you think about it, they lost more defensive players than they gained. They lost people like Carl Van Noy, who, all right, not one of the best middle linebackers around now, but is a veteran head and a veteran presence with, the Patri- with basically the Patriots' off-cut staff and Brian Flores and also a lot of their coordinators were from the Patriots. There was that synergy there. They didn't exactly add loads in free agency to that defense to make it better. They kept a lot of same pieces, if not lost some pieces. And then we look on the other side of the the ball, offensively. Yes, there's been quarterback trouble, but again, did they did they do much? Okay, they brought in Will Fuller. Will Fuller's not played a game yet, I don't think, due to
2: either suspension
0: or IR. I can't remember. I think
2: he's played two games already. I think he has suited up and played in two.
0: Okay, well he's suited and playing two, but hasn't clearly done anything. Jalen Waddles come in, rookie wide receiver. Admittedly, though, a lot of people had him as one of the best wide receivers to come out of college um, this season. It it always takes time for some rookies. Some rookies boom. So, you know, Jamar Chase couldn't catch a ball in the in preseason and now looks like he could be. We're talking about race for MVP later. He could be maybe the offensive rookie of the year from the way he's going at the minute. And their offensive line has been deemed young and getting better which it was last year. It was very much a rookie's last year, and they're going to take a step on this, this year. They haven't done that so much. And then there's been the problems at quarterback. So really, I, I just feel like we all maybe bought in a little bit too much before the season started. And when you look at the grand scheme of it all, really, th- th- we, it's, it's not that we thought, it's not that we're wrong in a way, but I think we all just maybe believe the hype a little bit too much. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think the defense has not picked itself back up yet. But I would argue last year they did only pick themselves up half of a seat, it only got, bet- it, it got better after halfway. So there is time for that. And uh, you know, what was it in the first episode that we did, Adam? Don't panic. Is yeah. it for the Dolphins? Because the Patriots, um, I mean, let's uh, I've got have got their schedule just here. So they played, they, they beat the Patriots by a point, they got blown out by the, by the Bills, they were always going to lose that game. The Raiders, it was a close game. And we said, we would have said at the start of the season, they were going to win that game. The Colts, I think we could have all argued, we could have argued both sides for that. I th- feel like, and we would have always, always said they were going to lose to Tampa. So they've only really lost one game, maybe two, you could argue, with the Colts, of what you would have predicted at the start of the season. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, I think your comments are fair. And I think, but and I think an eight and nine season, though you just make it sound like a negative, it, it again it's just about where they were last year. And okay, it'd be nice to take the jump again, but they've got time, they, they have got time with these players that they have because they've got a lot of young players and a lot of good players. So they have time.
1: Can, can I just say though, I said don't panic on that first episode when you're one and four, <laughs> that's when you start, <laughs> yeah. And, and
2: you say, you say eight and nine isn't a bad season. I'm saying eight at nine uh, at best. I'm saying yeah. they've got maybe seven more winnable games. Yeah. But they're not... You say that, yeah, the Colts game and the Raiders game, but I've watched quite a bit of that Colts game and my dad watched a lot of that Colts game uh, and they did not look good. They didn't look mm. good. Uh, and I think that's the issue I'm taking from it. When you watch more than just looking at the score and the stats, Yeah. they don't look mm. like there is an answer. I don't think putting Tua back in there makes them, oh my God, look, they can beat people. This is is what I'm saying. I think the way that um, the Jaguars have played the last two games, I think they've been, even uh, uh, if you watch other people, I think the Lions have looked like they've got more about them than the Dolphins when you watch them. And the Lions haven't won a game yet. Uh, and they're uh, in a bit of disarray, but I feel like when I watch them, I'm more excited to watch them than the Dolphins. Mm. So they seem to
0: put on a show. The lines, though it's a poor show, and they lose, they at least they at least they look sort of galvanised in a way. I think, Dan well, I, Campbell think, bring, I think Dan Campbell yeah.
1: brings that as a head coach, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very sort of like, you know, passion. he's all the the passion and the sort of, you know, kneecap biting and all that sort of stuff that he's <laughs> obsessed with. And it's like, so I think because of that, there is that sort of that thing behind him, which is why, you know, they want to put on the show. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know the Dolphins. We we kind of, like we said, we really felt that they were going to kick on and mm-hmm. they just haven't. And I mean, I don't know. I think everything that's going on with the Jags at the moment, Urban Meyer, all that stuff. I, I, I would be surprised if the Dolphins didn't get the win. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not looking great for them when because you know they've got the Jags, they got the Falcons. I didn't think the Falcons played particularly great against mm. against the Jets on Sunday. But they didn't.
0: They didn't travel with their two best wide receivers.
1: No. No, that's that's fair. So, I mean, that's that's something. But the one thing I would say, you know, the Dolphins have got to play the Bills. They've got to play the Ravens, you know, Patriots again, Patriots again. It's it's not looking great.
0: Question to you both, actually. They go eight and nine. Do you move on from Tua?
1: Well, personally, I think that they're just kind of using him anyway until Deshaun Watson becomes available and when I mean become available I mean all the court stuff gets gets mm-hmm. taken away um so I think as soon as that happens they're going to be in for him anyway
2: yeah I I had that down for my notes I think um I like to I thought he was great in college but the the injury history has got to sort of really show for you to say I need to find a franchise quarterback for the future, uh, and go all. They can. They have the ability to go all in on Deshaun Watson. I think uh, that yeah. I think they'll, they'll make a play for that as well.
0: Well, if the Watson stuff doesn't get all cleared up, there's a guy in um Wisconsin who probably really likes the warm weather. So
1: I, I don't know who that would be. Oh, well, yeah.
0: he he was rumoured to come down to Pittsburgh, baby, not, last week. Not, so uh... not Jordan Love, is it? <laughs> right, we'll move on from the dolphins. Adam, what do you bring to the
1: table this week alone? So mine's a bit of a it's a strange one because I kind of at first I was like why the chief shouldn't worry and then i kind of changed <laughs> it to why the chief should worry and now i'm very much like it's kind of more of an open discussion <laughs> when it comes to what's going on with the kansas city chiefs they're currently two and three this is the team that were in the super bowl last year and lost they won the super bowl not that long ago it's it all seems a little bit strange um what's going on there now i had a look and they've beaten the browns and they've beaten the eagles and then they've lost to the ravens the chargers and the bills now when you look at that, that's uh, aside from the eagles that's four really tough teams to play against so you know, I was just having a look. The Bills have got the number one defence, the Browns number eight, Chargers 10, Ravens 17, Eagles 20. They're all very, they're decent defences. That Now, the Eagles and Ravens, okay, not the best, but the other three were top 10. So, you know, they are playing against good teams. And this is why you feel like you shouldn't panic because there's a lot of teams that they have got coming up where the defences are not great. So they've got to play Washington, Titans, Giants, Packers, Raiders. The Raiders has got the, have got the best defence there, ranked at 22 at the moment. So they really do have a much easier schedule for them next five games. Having said all of that, the Chiefs' defence is an absolute mess. And I don't quite know what's happened. It just it just seems to have completely disintegrated compared to what had happened over the last couple of years. And it feels like they had the uh, Super Bowl loss last year. And they went, oh, no, the O-line, the O-line, we've got to, you know, that's what's destroyed us. And because of that. They've gone, right, we're going to change the whole O-line and we've just completely forgotten about the defence and gone, yeah, that'd be all right. And that will be alright and that thats how it kind of comes across. And it's, it's such a bizarre thing when you actually look at the, that team and the players that are on that team. It's a really good squad of players. Mm. And, you know, they're, they're still scoring. Th- I mean, they're, they're averaging 30.8 points. A game I mean that's crazy that's going to win you most games but the problem is is that the defense is conceding 32.6 <laughs> per game and so this is where the problem is and you've got it's, it's bizarre because you know Mahomes is the ranked number one quarterback Hills the ranked number one wide receiver Kelsey the ranked number one tight end Clyde Edwards allow it's not He's done okay, but again, he's not been great. And it's like, that's the same as what it was last year. He's now headed to IR. He's now headed to IR. I think Hill's got a bit of, you know, Hill and Kelsey both picked up injuries, but they're both going to, looks like they're both going to play uh, this weekend. It's a really sort of strange situation where I kind of feel like, is, I you know, it's more of a question that I've put out to people before where, is it just that they've played some really good teams? Or is it that the defence is just so bad that they've got no, there, there's just no chance? Because because the thing is, as a Packers fan, they are reminding me very much of Green Bay over the last few years where the offence is doing everything and the defence cannot do a thing. So, yeah. What do you reckon? <laughs>
2: yeah um I mean I I brought this up after about three weeks I reckon I think I put it in our group um that they only they only beat the Browns as well because the punter messed up otherwise they ne- the Browns punter messed up otherwise they never would have won that one and then they would have been in even more bother than what we're saying that defense like you say I fully agree I was going to say exactly the same they focused on that O-line so much and I reckon it's not just this year That they've gone the defense will be fine because i thought it last year um i thought last year i had question marks about the defense but it played all right it played better than what i thought it did last year but then they forgot about it um and it's been highlighted now they are literally trash um so I think it's going to be a struggle for them. You say they've got an easier um, couple of games coming up, but I don't think Washington's overly easy for them. They, and you, um, they, that is a strong front seven. Um, it is a good defense. It might slow them down on, in a bit of points, despite the fact they haven't shown up. But that team is, the players that you've mentioned, that's it. That's it for me. It's Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill. They've mm. lost. Clyde's Edward uh, now, and that's just not enough to be the, another a, a, a shot at a Super Bowl. I feel like we were talking about the Bills. The Bills needed one more piece, um, and you know with, with Brady down at uh, Tampa, you no, know, they've got multiple pieces there. You go, you take one out, it's not a, a lost team. There's just not enough pieces in that Chiefs team for me. It's it's very O line heavy, Mahomes and those two receivers in Hill and Kelsey. and There's not a supporting cast, I think, strong enough to carry that team for the whole season. If one of them takes a knock, I think they're done. I I think when
0: a team does so well year on year like the Chiefs do, what they clearly did this off was when we lost the Super Bowl because our O-line was all injured and rubbish. We're going to put a load of money into it. And that was their weakness. And it feels like they're at that point now where like we're a really complete team, we're really good. So what's the one thing we're a bit short on? And it was, it, it was the, the, this for one year, and then next year, and you build a build a build till so you're at a comfortable point. At the end of twenty twenty, their their weakness, so to speak, was was the O line, and they're like, well, everything else is complete. We've got a, a high power offense, and we've got a really good defense. So why do we O line was what lost the Super? Bowl? Let's just plow load money into that, but they didn't. Again, you say about depth with the offense. There's no depth on the defense. You know, when with outside outside of Tyron Matthew in the back in the backfield, there's not overly anyone who one fawnhill was decent last year. We haven't really seen him. Um, Chris Jones on that defensive line is fantastic, but Frank Clark can be hit and miss. Uh there's not really much going on in that defense-wise, and it may be a little bit this money they've been plowing in. They gave a big contract to Chris Jones. Matthew's on good money. Mahomes gets his mega contract. They pay Joe Tooney a load of money. They pay Orlando Browning, who's on a big contract as well. It's what happens when you pay everyone. You cannot go and get the depth. You can't go and get them players. So I think, personally, it sounds really mad. Because I think they will still do well this year. But this team will deteriorate. I think yeah. it will, get, it will get a bit worse year on year. It won't flip. It won't go from 13 wins to six, but we'll see a win or two shaved off here and there because the things have to reset. Now I feel like Andy Reed and that back office is very, is, is incredibly smart. They are smart enough to be able to do this. They, they, they know they're not going to keep hold of people. Hopefully they'll do a bit of a Patriots thing where they get, they get people off early rather than later. Because that clearly is a very effective system in, in New England. And they should, every team should really apply that because you can then get the most back for, for what you give away. But it's going to catch up with you. And this defence has been so, so poor to begin with. And it's just the Mahomes show every time. And if I'm really honest, and this sounds, this sounds stupid as well, because it is why we love him. I, I, it seems like he has to be flash every game. I don't it seems to me every game there is some sort of flash aspect to Mahomes, which is why we all love him. He is so incredible to watch as a quarterback. Sometimes I quite like a quarterback just doing the throwing really good and just doing it like properly and well. Not these trick things, not these messing around things. And it feels like it has to, it feels like it has to be the Mahomes show every game then the Mahomes show, every game will lose you games because you cannot play that way every time. Sometimes you have, I, I just have this bit of sense about sometimes when I've been watching him that this button-up aspect is not, is not as there as it was at the start, and you know maybe it's winning a Super Bowl, maybe it's being an MVP, maybe it's knowing how good you are, But it creeps up a little bit. That I I, I don't know. Am I I'm being a bit? Am I just being a bit? Am I looking too much into that?
1: Is it not more of a problem that actually they kind of almost force him into that though? You know, this is the thing because it, it kind of feels like, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire It's not really worked. Now they've improved the O-line, still not really worked that great. I mean, I think he's ranked number 21 at running back at the moment before he's now gone on IR and stuff. But it, it's, I mean, it's it's an okay running back, but it's not, a Super Bowl contending running back. So it's like, and that's with this good offensive line. So you do sort of feel like, is it almost like, well, the run game's not really there, so what else can we do? We almost have to get him to do something special every time because otherwise it it doesn't really work. I mean, so you, you do kind of feel that that's the problem with him. But the one thing I would say is I, I just kind of feel like, you know kelsey's only going to go on for so much longer and it feels like this is becoming a wasted year it, it's almost like the, the whole point of having mahomes on the rookie contract i mean has his has his new contract actually started yet or is he still on the rookie deal because i know he signed it but that but there was there's years isn't there that's yeah in the future. I'm,
0: a, I'm, a, I'm unsure when it triggers and starts. yeah yeah i so, would know i would know he ha- he has the most touchdowns in the league like yeah, he yeah. he's
1: no, the definitely. number one. He's he is the number one ranked. I mean, a lot of this isn't Mahomes. A lot of this isn't the offense. You, you know, you can't you can't blame it. the vast majority of their problems is all on the defense.
0: Well, I've got I've got actually his stats here. He has had thirty plus attempts in every game. I mean, mm. his last game against Buffalo, he had 54, 54 throws. Okay, that game went into that. No, it didn't go. Of course, it didn't go into overtime. Um, they had fifty four throws. The game before that, 30, 44 before that, 31, 36. Them num- their numbers are
2: creeping up and he's going to be throwing more I, now that Daryl Williams is in. I might be wrong about this, but I feel like this is a thing. I feel like they've been playing from behind a lot in most games.
1: Yeah. Which mm.
2: which means they haven't been able to clock manage as well as what they have done in the past because they're for- having to force the ball down the field every single time they get it. I remember them being so dominant because they'd be in front and then all you need to do is run the clock out for the rest of the game Mm. now they're having to like they force themselves Mm -hmm. into a gunslinging game because they go down score the next team goes down and scores and they're forcing they're not managing the clock well enough like they used to and i think that's the biggest issue i do think they've been playing from the back and and the defense hasn't been good enough
0: to get fumbles to get interceptions to be to make them game playing moments yeah um it's it's interesting we're really Patrick Mahomes may this would be interesting he's in our next conversation so I'm bringing to the table this week um the race for the MVP title so we're off into week six I think it's time to take a look at who we've got as the forefront of the MVP race here um I'd love to be more diverse in the positions that I've picked but traditionally it's a quarterback so I've picked four that are in the front running that are all quarterbacks spoiler alert i feel like you would have known that anyway but um there will be some honorable mentions at the end and i'm sure you guys would probably add to it but these are my four guys who i think are at the top of the list at the minute for the mvp race and um, number one it's josh allen at the buffalo bills and um, bills form one top of the afc east um they're the th- well they're in the top three for the afc with the charges and the ravens um, stats wise, not incredible by Josh Allen so far. You know, he's, he's sort of top, top 10 in yards and, and he's got 12 touchdowns. is fifth. Um, he's only had two interceptions. He's had 188 rushing yards, two touchdowns as well. He has thrown for 250 plus yards in three. It's, he threw for two, four, nine in one game. Let's call it two fifty in four, four games out of the, uh, five that they've played. I just, every time he's on the pitch, I just, I, I, I he, he has that Russell Wilson confidence. That I've said about Seattle a lot. As long as he's on the pitch, they're going to win. It don't matter if there's any weaknesses. Um, the only thing is that uh, Josh Allen's team doesn't have any weaknesses anymore. We said we said this earlier in in the program. They were missing a top receiver that went and got Stephon Diggs. They were missing a pass rush last year. They drafted Gregory Rousseau, uh, who is actually ha- he's having a storm of a season. Andrew, I know you were there at the, for him at the start. <laughs> he is doing very well. He got a couple. Of, I think he got a couple of sacks in the last game as well. Got an interception no, as well. well. Well, there we go. He's been, he's performing fantastically. Josh Allen, the, the advantage Josh Allen has is his team collectively is performing at a very high level. Um, They've given him pieces. They've, you know, he's using Dawson Knox more than ever. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders, who's such a Swiss Army receiver, who's very identical to Cole Beasley in that way, where they seem to be just here, there, and everywhere around the pitch. He's got the deep ball guy the in Stefan Diggs. Okay, their running game is not great. But I don't – Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, I think, is perfectly capable. I think that's perfectly fine. You've got a bit of a thumper and a bit of a, a speed guy. Fine by me. You can have that. More and more NFL teams are moving towards community backs rather than a singular good back. I'm okay with that. Um, I, I just – I love everything about Josh Allen. I love the progression he's made from rookie to now. He's just earning this every year. It, it's it, Every year, he's getting – it was, you know, it, when it came as a rookie, it was like, okay, that they might maybe be a playoff team now if he can perform to this team's now gonna be a playoff team to now this team's gonna be a super bowl team. Um I think this year this they could be in the super bowl personally. For me, I I, I really do see that in the AFC. I think they've got a really bright future. Um my second one is uh we go from uh well we're gonna talk about this guy in a bit, but Kyler is my next one. I know you may have an issue with this, Andrew, but he's he's unbeaten at the minute that is a lot of why he's in he's unbeaten their first in division in the hardest division in football may i add their first and their top of the nfc um the nfc was meant to be way better than the afc two years ago and kyla murray and his cardinals which you would not really say are oh, that with no one thought they'd be five zero at this point Ah, oh, dominating the NFC. Um, again, very top ten in his in his stats, uh, sixth in the yards in the league with uh, ninth in touchdowns, ten touchdowns, four interceptions, admittedly. Um not ran around as much as usual, which I'm liking. I'm liking that he's not being as frantic. He's got James Connor and Chase Edmonds as that door at that then t- community running backs, like we said. Um they brought in veterans. We criticised that the other week. I I think we were all completely wrong. Um, I think it's done them so much favours, bringing people like AJ Green as a, a bit more of a veteran head on their defensive side, JJ Watt coming in. Um, it's made him a bit more complete in leadership. There has been questions about Kyler Murray's leadership. Um, so I, that's why I don't like him as much as the rest of these guys. I'm very into leaders, um, but he's been just thrown all over the park. And when you, it, It's not hard, admittedly, when you've got people like DeAndre Hopkins but outside of that, We were like, well, who's he got outside DeAndre Hopkins? Rondell Moore is doing very good as a rookie. Uh, Christian Kirk, decent wide receiver. AJ Green's doing well. He's just making everyone look great. Um, The next one is a similar quarterback and a guy who I'm really glad is getting into this conversation. That's Justin Herbert. Um, Enjoying everything he's doing. Form one in their division um, and first in the AFC as well. Uh, The Chargers are a team that every year it's like this team should be good. On paper, it should be good. This year, they've actually taken it from paper and put it on the pitch. Finally, they are good. Every time I watch a Chargers game, Mike Williams is catching an 80-yard touchdown. Every game, he's just—he hasn't thrown a pick in the last three games. Um, He's at the top end of the scale in in stats-wise. He's fourth in division uh, in the in the NFL with uh, yards 1,576, 13 touchdowns, only three interceptions, has a touchdown as well himself, uh, as well as 60 rushing yards. Um, I like everything about him. He's just he's not got an attitude. He's just good quarterback, good quarterback play, solid play. And I think the, the addition of Brandon Staley's done with him wonder wonders, I think. Um and he's getting it's, it's so stupid, he's getting smarter with his plays. He's not making stupid, risky plays, he's making clever plays, and he's throwing it away when he needs to throw it away. He is maturing, he's doing the Josh Allen thing. He is just being up and up and up and up. And the last one is a total u turn from all three of the other guys and that is the age of wonder tom brady um he is not looked great admittedly in some games and spots but you just can't argue the results he's just got he just he has weapons that he utilizes everywhere so well and so he's so clever and he's doing this at his age and he's he's I know he's been mvp three times he was at open VP in 07 in 2010 and 2017 He's number one in the league at the minute in yards, one thousand seven hundred sixty-seven. Second in touchdowns, only fifteen. Only two picks this year as well. Um, he's number one in the league for yards per game. He gets 353.4 300, yards per game. Um, he's including this conversation really because it should not be possible what he is doing, <laughs> and yet he is still doing it. Bucks four and one, winning their division, third in the NFC. Admittedly. Their defense has not been as good. That's why we're not discussing the books more. I don't think as another as going back to the Super Bowl. I think people have been disappointed with the books. Their defense wasn't great at the start of last year either. It got better, much like we said about the um, Miami Dolphins. However, books was on a, a greater scale because they went to Super Bowl. But he just has weapons everywhere. And it doesn't matter who's playing. He uses them well. Scotty Miller, where's he been this year? He will come out. He will have a hundred yard game somewhere and a two touchdown game. Because he will just something will happen. They'll rotate in and out. He's used Antonio Brown in credit, completely revitalized Antonio Brown's career. Still don't like him as a Steelers fan. But that's fine. That's neither hot, neither there nor here. Rob Gronkowski still doing great. O.J. Howden, Cameron Brake, still are, still irrelevant. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tyler Johnson, still not really featured that much yet. But will come up in a game. He'll make a big play. He'll have a 50-yard game with a touchdown or something like that. He just elevates everyone and elevates the team. Um, I have got some honorable mentions, and that is Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. I think they've got to be in the conversation. Lamar, um, I think his throws improved. I think not having a winning game. it's get, he's, he's having to put on his back a little bit sometimes. But I'm liking that he's winning games, though, because of that. Slow start at the start, but now he's getting back to it. Um I just I don't think we've seen the next step from Lamar. Lamar's phones get a little better. I argue the three young guys we've just said, Kyler Murray, just and Herbert Josh Allen have got have, have done that big next step. Um Dak Prescott, if he doesn't get the MVP, he'll get comeback player of the year. Um the Cowboys, I think everyone is just afraid to admit that there's actually a team in the NFC East who is really good. And unfortunately, Andrew, that's the Dallas Cowboys at the minute. We talked about Trayvon Diggs the other day, potentially defensive player of the year. The weapons they have, Zeke is looking fantastic. Amari Cooper looks great. Um, they're bringing back Gallup. Gallup's going to be coming back. Um, a few of the offensive linemen are, are coming back as well. They're, they're, they're just, Dak is just using everyone. So, and the, my argument maybe is that Dak isn't quite in that, because le- Dak was always this good in my mind. It's just maybe because he wasn't there last year that we've sort of forgotten a bit about how good Dak is. But now he is playing. He's playing to the, at the right level. He, he's also, he's got to be in the conversation.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I think Lamar Jackson needs more than an honourable mention. Um, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with my dad uh, the other day and he, we had a big argument in the kitchen. He's, <laughs> he's fully sold on Justin Herbert as his MVP at the moment. He's like, no, I'm not listening to you, sir. You, you, you're full of rubbish. Because, like, it's, it's Justin Herbert all the way. But um, I, we have this conversation every single year, Fred, um, of what an MVP is. And for, for me, it's not just stats. Uh, and I feel like the step up that Lamar Jackson has taken um, to this season, winning games, and I think he's winning those games, It like a, a few at the start, behind with two minutes left on the clock, he's making the drives down the field and winning the games for his team. Mm. It's something that Baker Mayfield's not doing. It's something that Patrick Mahomes hasn't done. But Lamar Jackson, for me this year, like I say, he's put that team on his back. He's throwing the ball so much better than he's ever thrown it. I think if you look at the game against the Colts and the Broncos, I don't think the the Ravens even ran the ball that much. I think they struggled to get – didn't they um, – they could have taken a knee and they would have lost their record of – yeah. So many yeah some- he ran he, he ran
0: on the Broncos and Vic But yeah.
2: There was the Broncos game. They didn't rush the ball that much. He threw the ball oh, and they won man. comfortably. The Colts game, they threw the ball a lot and they won well against them. Uh, and that, I feel like he has improved massively in that throwing game. And like i say he's put the team on his back. And I feel like he is pushing them over over the edge every single week. In that last two minutes and winning games from behind. I feel like for me that's that's an MVP uh candidate. So I've for me he I am he's close to his stats, very close to his stats through the first uh four or five games that he had when he won the MVP. So mm-hmm. I I think for me if he continues on this, he's he's my MVP at the moment.
1: I think whatever anyone says when it comes to the mvp the team normally gets to the championship game of their conference that's normally how it happens if you look at who's won it over the last few years cam newton in 2015 they got to the super bowl matt ryan 2016 got to the super bowl you know you got brady in there mahomes rogers they've all got to their championship games or the super bowl i think when you actually look at it, you sort of think, so who's actually there? Because to be honest, all the guys that have been said, that's where your winner's going to be. It, you know, it yeah. is. Because it, it, it is quarterback. I mean, was it Adrian Peterson was the last one, I think, who wasn't a quarterback to win it? Hmm. Um, I was
0: tempted to say Derek Henry because he's got, he's, he's leading 700, 600, 600 year off year leagues.
1: Yeah. He'll get because, to play the year, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think when you... When you take that into account, you sort of think, OK, so what teams are actually going to make it to the championship game or the Super Bowl? Kansas City obviously have the potential, yeah. but with the defence, maybe not. Brady, yes. Uh, Josh Allen, yes. I can't – I mean, the Chargers, yeah, they've looked good, but I don't think they'd be making it to the Super Bowl or the championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyla Murray, the way they're playing at the moment, doesn't look like anyone's going to get near them. But, I you know, who knows? Um, I think, personally, myself, I think it's probably going to be Brady again. I, I, I said really? from day one, I think they'll get there. The NFC is not great. When you look at, compared to the AFC, it really isn't. And I, I think that Brady is the one who, with that team, is most likely to get to the Super Bowl and because of that, probably most likely to to win it, because it just seems like it just always goes to the quarterback. Because it's yeah. like even in that, um, you know, I mean, he got the MVP, didn't he, in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I didn't really think he had an amazing game. I mean, he did. He did OK, but I wouldn't say he was brilliant. It was the defense that really won it for him. People argued with Devin White
0: or Shaq Barrett or should have been it's in the di- conversation.
1: It's really difficult with defensive players because it's the whole defence that's causing that to happen. Yeah. So to n- narrow it down to one's tough. But yeah, so I I can see Brady winning it again. The only other one that I can see really that I think probably will end up either. Well, definitely in the championship game or the Super Bowl on the other side is Josh Allen. 'Cause I, I just don't see a weakness in that team at the moment. The one thing last year that we were saying about Buffalo was that their defence wasn't great. Well, <laughs> they've done pretty well so far. So <laughs> I can't I can't see that, that stop him. And I agree that I think Lamar Jackson the, the one the, the nice thing from that Colts game that we saw was that actually he can throw the ball. Like there's he's had a lot of criticism, but the problem is the reason he's never he's never had the opportunity. And it, I, he kind of has now. I think
0: so. in I think in three or two or three games this year as well, they've been they've been behind. Yeah, and everyone's and, big thing about Lamar was he can't he can't win from behind. No, I know he, and, I know he did it in the champion in the uh, playoffs last year, and it was like he beat the Titans and Max Peters stamped on the t and you know, everything like that, and it was all crazy. But he has been uh, tagged as a player who couldn't win a playoff game or win from behind, and he's he's done both. And I I do agree, Lamar I. I I'm just not over the hump yet on Lamar because I feel like this Colts game, this on Monday night, was the was the game that went right. Yeah, he's in that conversation now. I don't. I was. I wouldn't say the first few games he did anything different to what Lamar does. I think that game has gone like has, has really propelled him. Um, I interesting. You you both said something about Kansas. I haven't mentioned Patrick Mahomes. I don't. I for me, he's not in the conversation.
1: I think the thing with Mahomes is that. Like I said, with the the amount of put, they are still putting up an insane amount of points per game. Hmm. Um, if that defense can improve just slightly, that's going to change them games around. And I think a lot of that will be because of Mahomes and his and the offense and and just co- consistently putting up them, them points. And so I like I say, if you get into the championship game, if you get into the if you get into the uh the Super Bowl, although it's done on the season, I feel that there's probably a strong chance you've had a pretty good season. And so that means that you're you're likely to be considered for it. And and they just go for the quarterback every time. So I think that's why Mahomes is is one of them.
2: Josh Allen so, is the favourite, isn't
1: he? Yeah. I
0: believe so. So Andrew, who who's so if your yours is Lamar, what who's yours then, Adam?
1: I I think it will probably be Brady just purely because I think the Bucks are gonna win it again. Okay. Well, I think Josh Allen. And um if you are,
0: you know, you got a bit of extra money this month or anything like that, why don't you head over to our affiliate star sports bets and uh your one stop betting place for NFL betting this year? And you can maybe bet on the MVP winner. Josh Allen is nine to two at the minute, Justin Herbert seven to one, Kyler Murray five to one, Dak Prescott seven to one, Tom Brady eight to one. Lamar Jackson at 10 to one. So, uh, and there's plenty of, I mean, Aaron Rodgers at 12 to one. That's a bit generous, but um, uh, Derek Carr at 50 to one, you know, D- Joe Burrow at 51. It could be any of these people. You don't know. You know, when you head over to Star Sports, go and check them out for all your NFL betting needs this year. Uh, but thank you again for joining us. Andrew, Adam, thank you for joining me once again. We will see you this Sunday at the Tottenham Hotspur ground for the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars game. Very much looking forward to it. Have a great week. We'll see you there. Make sure you hit us up on social media if you want to come chat with us and have a beer. Um, you know, it's always nice to meet friends, see friends, uh, meet fellow NFL fans, um, meet fellow Steeler fans, fellow Giants fans, fellow Packers fans. We'll have different fans with us as well from different teams. We're always happy to talk NFL. But until then, have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you all at the weekend. Good night.